What's going on, everybody? Here in the J and J podcast, Super Bowl is now a wrap. Um, honestly, JC, how you doing? First of all, how's how's everything? How's your Valentine's? It's good, bro. Just at home chilling. Yeah. Uh, good Super Bowl. Had a little party at the house, so it was like cool. That's good, man. That's good. I mean, it's, it's, it's just felt weird, bro. First Super Bowl and then Valentine's the next day. Uh, so uh, I guess the this weekend's winners, other than the Rams, is our our ladies. You know, they they went through it with us for the Super Bowl. They uh they know that we don't have to talk football for another uh, seven months. But technically, you and I will be talking some more football with the draft. But um yeah, awesome man. Let's let's get to it. This is a great Super Bowl. I, I was gonna ask you actually this: what number is this? The Super Bowl what fifty eight? Fifty six. Fifty six. Man, oh, man, I just lost track after the 51. I'm not going to lie, but it was a good one, man. It was special. Um, honestly, maybe it's just because I, I was at a party this year, but it didn't feel as hyped um, that game or, um, you know, I wasn't as, like, invested, I guess you could say. Maybe it's just because I was doing other things. But what are your thoughts, man? Super Bowl overall, the vibe, the entire setup, everything. Uh, I mean, first of all, I'm a huge fan of that stadium. Like, I want to go watch a game there one day. Like, that, that fucking stadium is a spectacle. I, I mean, it was like a couple billion dollars. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, to me, you know, that game was pretty slow to start with. I know we got two touchdowns right away. But, I mean, for an hour, maybe an hour and a half, like, it was just bad football on both sides. Like, the third quarter was just like, eh. I mean, both teams were, you know, three and out, three and out. Like, they just couldn't do anything. But. I don't mind it. I mean, it was a pretty good game overall. I felt like it was just the right amount of hype. I mean, obviously, you know, people aren't going to be that invested because, oh, it's the Bengals, whatever. But, you know, um, it was a good game. I mean, it's not, I, I like Super Bowls that end in drama. Like, I don't like blowouts. Like, that shit's boring. Like, when it ends and, you know, the defense has to step up or the offense makes a play like Cooper Cup did and, you know, Donald – basically did the same thing he did against the 49ers. I mean, you know, you can't ask for anything better than that. So, yeah, it was bad and it was boring for a bit. But in the end, um, you know, the game picked up and the drama was filled. And even my cousin, she, you know, I have two of my cousins there. and She's not a football fan whatsoever. She's like, why am I nervous? And I'm like, that's what this shit does to you. <laughs> she's like, I don't even like football. And I'm like tense. I'm like, yeah, that's what this shit does to you. So, I don't know. I thought it was good for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it was bad. It was a good Super Bowl. It just kind of felt weird. I mean, especially um, with the Rams, me having a lot of money in them prior to this. It just kind of felt a little off. Maybe it's just because I'm getting older. Maybe the Super Bowls just aren't as they, how they used to be. But um, overall, it was... go ahead. My bad. Uh, me and Benner did talk about this a bit. Like, for once in my life, like, since I've watched football, I didn't have a dog in the race. Like, I made a pick. I picked the Bengals, obviously, but I wasn't going to be like, man, fuck, the Rams won. Like, I was just, you know, whoever wins, wins. I wanted – I told you I wanted Odell to win the ring, so I was happy about that. But, like, I just feel like it's that. You know, like, you and I didn't really have a dog in the race. So, we were kind of like, oh, you know, it was a good game. But, no, weird. I get what you're saying. Like, you know, it just wasn't as, like, oh, my God, this fucking team won it. Like, you know, usually it's because mm-hmm. we weren't rooting for anybody in specific. No, absolutely. I mean, I agree. I mean, if the Bengals would have won, I would have not have been too upset. Um, it's just yeah. uh, deep down I had a preference. You know, I did. I had the Rams mm-hmm. wanting to win uh, for yeah. personal and money reasons. But, I mean, if the Bengals would have won, I would have been okay with it. But, I mean, I, apparently The Rock was there. I, mean, I might have missed that. I might have been doing something else. Though. You didn't oh, see the intro? I did not see that part of the intro. I did see oh, the like, God Bless America. I did see the national anthem. I did not see the introductions. Yeah, like before the kickoff, he was there for like five minutes just talking. I'm like, all right, this is cool, but like, come on, bro. Let's get the game going. Like, what the fuck are you doing there? He was just about, he was on the field, like right before the kickoff. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, bro, let's go. Like, it was cool. The rock was like the second time he's done intros, I guess. But it's like, all right, let's go. Like, A.J. Brown, he was like, you know, he tweeted, man, you're talking too much. And I was like, yeah, I mean, he just kept fucking going and going. And I just, like, he was in the moment. Yeah, but I was just trying to watch the game at that point. 
Right, right. No, yeah, I mean, it's just... He's going on and on. I'm like, come on, bro. Let's go. Yeah, it was weird. It was... I didn't see that part. Um, <laughs> I saw a funny betting prop. Uh, who are they going to show first, Stafford or Burrow? Um, and during God Bless America, and uh, they showed Burrow first. He was a favorite, and yeah, he capitalized. Yeah. They won. That was a little side bet. Um, and then also the the heads and tails, the famous heads or tails. Um, Billy Jean was the the one who tossed it. Shout out to her and. Um, man, those heads. Is it, did you have any? You had tails with me, right? Or did you bet on that? Oh, nah, I said heads. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I was, I was like, great. It's not a good start to this. Um, heads. Uh, but my brother called me, which is an interesting stat. You probably know this stat. I did not know this stat. He told me right after the coin toss that, hey, look, uh, apparently the last seven coin toss winners have lost the game. Um, and then he's like, and. On top of that, obviously, I know this one, you know, the team, the road team or the team that wears white, quote unquote, is usually uh, is the winner 90% of the time in the last 20 Super Bowls. So um, yeah. the odds, you know, superstition was on Ram side with bat and obviously it, it, it backed it up as they came out victorious. But um, yeah, I mean, just thinking of more stuff in the beginning of the game before everything started, it was just all felt weird. I like to do I do like the stadium that will tell you that I agree with you. Beautiful stadium. Uh, but let's let, let's get to the action now, man. First quarter, really. Uh, feelers, feelers. First drive, I was shocked that the Rams went um, what three and out and and like third and twenty something. So that was shocking. The Bengals kind of had some momentum to start. Went for it on fourth and one. Let me hear what your thoughts are on, on Zach Taylor going for it there. You gotta tell me what you think. <laughs> I mean, come on, bro. You know, I, I bet you were thinking like, oh, I know. I know Toronto's just pissed, but I, I was like, bro, what are we doing? Like, this is, I understand it wants to be aggressive. I, I understand the reasoning behind it. I'm just never going to be – I'm never going to back it up because – what was it? It was on their side of the field, right? Or was it midfield? I'm, I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I think it was like the 40. What the fuck are they doing, bro? Just fucking punt it. You know, your defense at that moment was still like – you know, they were still going after Stafford and getting pressure. Like, when Hendrickson got that first sack, I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. You know, since these D-lines getting hot, you know, I, I I, just thought, like, look, trust your defense. We've always said this, like, put the pressure on the other team, not your defense, because if you're giving your defense a short field, you're, it's like, all right, well, we're going to punt and basically punt on that position because they're going to score regardless. They, mm-hmm. They're moving the ball at will on you. So, I, I just don't understand that shit. Like, bro, it's the Super Bowl. There was nothing to, to play for at the moment. Like, you're just trying to get momentum. Any points will do, you know, as either side. And the fact that they just gave them another touchdown, it's like, come on, bro. Like, what are you doing? Okay. I was just like, it's, it's way too early. It's way too early to go for it. I did not like that call. <laughs> I agree. I mean, it's just kind of uh, – I understand he's trying to be the tone setter there. And, and obviously, if they would have got it, they would have been in great field position. But – Man, I don't know. I, if It would have been different if the Rams were driving down the field and, and, you know, did damage. But the defense started off pretty good that first drive. So, like, why yeah. not keep that, keep that defense confident? And, and you know, it's not like the Rams defense where they can, you know, sustain an offense and, and kind of keep them in the game. The, the Bengals defense, as good as they are, they really couldn't – they're not that type of a threat to opposing offenses. So, that was just off um, that, that, that fourth one. But – I mean, obviously, like you said, after that, uh, the Rams, you know, took advantage, went, got it the first the touchdown of the game. Odell, man, Odell was feeding uh, this fucking yeah. secondary, as, as predicted. Um, the dude was just getting everything uh, towards his way. I'm convinced McVay solely game plan on Odell, and Odell only kind of knew Cooper Cup was going to be the draw. Um, but uh, first it touchdown. It looked that way, too. It looked yeah, that way, too. Did. Once he got hurt, man, like they – that offense was just terrible once, he, got, once he was out. Yeah. I mean, no, go ahead. Because, I mean, I was going to say, after that, um, I'm just trying to go, like, kind of drive-by-drive, drive, whatever, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I know. I did, know the, did the Bengals score three after that, or was it 14-0? Uh, no, it was – I believe it was 13-3. Because then they got um, a touchdown right back, I believe. Yeah, it was 13-3 once Cooper Cup scored that touchdown. 
Can you believe Johnny Hecker dropped that ball? Like, Dude, what the hell I, was that? I thought it was blocked at first. I was confused as to what happened there. Or, no, no, <laughs> my first reaction was they were going, they were being ballsy and faking it. Uh, I was like, oh, like, Sean McVay here really trying to turn the tables. And, yeah, I saw the replay. I was like, what, what's, like, nine out of ten times, Johnny Hecker never does that blunder. And he did uh, the one time. And he just that, dropped it. And the I was crazy. Like, what the fuck? And the crazy part is that almost cost him the game. Like, who would have thought a simple play like that in the second quarter is going to cost them the game? Because they would have been down, what, three or four or something, or they would have been up four. It would have been, it would have been 11. You know, it would have been 14-3. It ends up being 13-3. Then the, the Bengals go right down, score a touchdown. Then Stafford throws the pick at the end of the half. So it's like, okay, it's a field goal game. And, you know, you know how everybody's overhyping McPherson, which I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but he's a rookie. Like, let's relax. Everybody's calling him Justin Tucker Jr. But, um, you know, like, yeah, it's a three-point game. I know a lot of betters were fucking pissed off because that would have covered if they would have hit that field goal or that extra point. So, yeah, a lot of things were just messed up off of that. And, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to, like, step all over the flow and how you want to go drive by drive, but it's just – this first half was just weird. It was a weird-ass first half. And going back to Odell, man, I was, as soon as he, he dropped the ball and he, started, and he fell, I was like, he tore his ACL. I knew it right away. I was like, fuck, man. I wanted to see Odell go off because the way the game was going and the way he was getting open, I was like, he might be MVP, honestly. Mm-hmm. If he didn't get hurt, I'm convinced he would have got it because he probably would have got another touchdown, probably another like, 30, 40 yards that game. It probably would have been him up there with MVP and not Cooper Cup. Mm-hmm. Agreed, and that would have, you know, Twitter would have exploded if that would have happened. Yeah. Um. No. Yes. When I saw the first play, I I saw that play. I remember watching it, and at first, for for a quick second, I was kind of in denial. I was like, oh, maybe Stafford just threw the a bullet to his knee, probably like, you know, um, because he kind of underthrew it a little bit. Um, Stafford. Yeah. My, that was my first reaction. Like, oh, the ball, the ball hit his knee, you know, probably like a bruised knee or something. Um, but then obviously the replay, you can tell straight up the minute. Um, the same just, one, too. Yeah. It's the same knee. I was going to ask you that. Is it the yeah. same knee? Oh, that's even worse, dude. Ah, yeah, it's tough. That one it's is tough. a tough pill to swallow. Hey, but since we're talking about bets, uh, shout out to Odell because I made a bet before the game. The first touchdown scored by a player with the jersey under number 19. You have to think. It would have been either Cup, Odell, or Chase, I'm thinking. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'll just throw a little something-something on it. When Odell caught that, I'm like, let's go. Like, we're already starting off hot. And then, um, obviously, I had the Bengals, so I lost out on that. But I got Blue Gatorade at, like, 20 bucks, so I hit on that, too. So Yeah, that one, I didn't – It was just my betting. I did not touch the Gatorade one. Uh, Since we're (laughs) talking about it, I did have a a nice little parlay that kind of ruined it at the end with the over, but – Odell, 40 yeah. yards, um, he hit it oh, before he got yeah. hurt. Uh, Cooper Cup, 90, over 90, he hit it. Um, Stafford, two touchdowns or more. Uh, Rams, three and a half sacks or more. Um, let's see what else I had in there. Obviously, Rams, money line, and the over. So, the over kind of killed it. But so, how much did you end up winning? I won a lot, actually, because of, you know, for all the listeners I know you made the, there, yeah, you doubled yeah, I, you doubled down. I doubled down. Um, I had the Rams since the regular season. So, um, in one of my betting sites, I won 140. And on uh, DraftKings, I won uh, 300. So, in total, I won 440 just on those bets alone. Um, and then I won a couple of side ones here and there. So, overall, it was a great day, which was which was good because I needed one of those. I needed a big day and, and the Super Bowl <laughs> delivered. Um but no, back to the game. I mean, yeah, Odell's injury kind of you could you can kind of feel the energy get sucked out of the Rams there. What to happen? Yeah, you can see if if you guys go back and look at the replays, you can see McVay's face uh, checking in on Odell on the field. You can tell he's like, "Fuck!" Like this is this is gonna fuck it up. This is bad. And um, I'm surprised at halftime they didn't adjust as uh, efficient as I thought they were gonna be. I thought. McVay was going to game plan, obviously, after half better, but it took him a while for that to happen. And the offense, like you said, it looked best. But before we go to the second half, halftime show, baby. Halftime show. It was, a that was the best one of all time. Yeah, it was the best one of all time. It's the best one of all time. Stop it, bro. Who's, who else is up there with me? 
Maroon um, 5 and Travis no, Scott, like no, dude, Prince, what? Michael Jackson. Like, I'm just saying, like, bro, the, the people they had in that show, I mean, I, w- I was fine with that Mary J. Blige and um, Eminem, to be honest, but, bro, West Coast, come on, dog. That's That was one of the best fucking halftime shows of all time. Bro, oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, that's not hyperbole. That's fact. No, I, I, look, listen, I, I love West Coast rap more than anybody in this world. I grew up with it in Cali, um, in L.A. with my brother. I love it. I, I it, was, it gave me nostalgia. I, I missed it. I, I enjoyed it as much as everybody did, but... Let's kind of put the brakes. Obviously, it's top five for me. Um, personally, it's probably even top three. But there's some legendary halftime shows out there. When we were just too young for, like, the Michael Jackson, you know, uh, Prince. Like, there's there's a couple of OGs out there that had some good performances as well. I mean, I, some people would put Beyonce up there, too, for one of hers. Stop it. I'm just saying, I mean, the reason why I wouldn't put it as number one is because at the end of it all, I was a little disappointed that each rapper that was there only did one song, um, with the exception of Dr. Dre. I think he did two or three. That's um, the NFL's fault, though. That's not their fault. Like, they have to kind of rush it because they were like, oh, they keep it under a certain amount of time because, you know, they don't want the players to get all cold and shit, like, as far as, like, game-wise. Yeah. That's how injuries happen, you know? Like, you know, once the flow is messed up like that, you know, something can happen, but I, I I get what you're saying. Like, fucking 50 Cent upside down. Only, or he, <laughs> the memes that he was saying looks like a whole dollar now because he's all chunky. And fucking, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like, they kind of only did, like, one or two songs. But, yeah, it's more the NFL because they wanted under, like, a certain amount of time. But, um, yeah. I know oh, yeah. Mean. I mean, I, I, I see Eminem, you know, come out. I was like, okay, you got a song in. I'm, I'm expecting Cinderella Man to come out with, or, you know, Cinderella Man song, uh, you know, some other stuff. And, you know, I, I heard it was that one. Uh, um, and then uh, Snoop Dogg, too. I was expecting some more songs out of him, Dr. Dre. Yeah. You know, but we just got a couple. Even when I heard 50 sounds like, in the club, I was like, all right, cool. We got this. Now, what, what's, what's, what we got next from 50? Like, what, what's the next song? Not nothing. Same with Kendrick Lamar. He was the kind of one in the in the back that really uh, people are not really talking about much. But I like Kendrick's um, flow in, in the halftime show too. But yeah, yeah, it was, it's just it felt it felt kind of shortened. And I get I understand why then if I wanted to do that. But I mean, your boy, the you know baby Jason Tucker out there didn't even bother go to the locker room. Just stayed out there. That, that's what lost him in the game, bro. He didn't hear the adjustments. Honestly, hey, I was going to say something. Like, I, I told Better this at the end of the uh, – when I was getting close to the end, I was like, dude, what if it's going to come down to McPherson here to tie it up and he misses the field goal? Are they, is the media going to be shitting on him for staying in and, and watching the halftime show instead of playing or going to the locker room? <laughs> I don't know. I, that was kind of weird that he stayed out there, but, I mean, I, I guess. Like, but Better had a point. Because really, he, said, he said, well, I mean, like – it's not like he can look at film or there's nothing really to adjust a half for a kicker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, kickers don't really do shit in halftime unless they they're talking about like, school kicks or something. Yeah, they warm up on the field. But, I mean, when you have a fucking halftime performance of a lifetime, you know, they're taking up all the field. So, you really you can't practice unless you're trying to chuck Snoop with the fucking ball while you're kicking. So. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I mean, that was a great halftime show, though. At the very least, it was awesome to see a lot of uh, older generation, older heads Really enjoyed that the most. Um, but back to the game, second half. Uh, man, I missed this. I missed the touchdown uh, from the Bengals. Oh, my God. Where were you at? I had, to take, the, whole dude, game. I, I had to take my dog out to the bathroom, you know, and just priorities. But, you know, when I can't take know him out. You got to know when to go, bro. You got to <laughs> know when to go. I went – as soon as the halftime was before the show started, I took my dog out. So, man, you're not – I'm not going to miss nothing of this game. I watched the whole game beginning to end. So, I was like, you know what? But yeah, I was like that first. That should have been face mask. Obviously, that was missed. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the fact that they went balls to the wall and man, fuck this, is go for it. The first player to drive, I was like, okay, setting the tone. I was like, yeah, but that was an egregious face mask. They should have called that. I get why Ramsey was all upset, but you know, I'm sick of seeing him fucking crying every time they don't call shit. Well, the thing is, I I saw something like this coming. I thought it was gonna happen in the first play of the game. Um, but, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, they did in the first play of the second half when they get the ball first. So, kind of similar, kind of not. But, yeah, that I didn't see the face mask till Twitter told me because um, I kind of, like like I said, I was outside, and then I looked through the window, and all I see is, like, 
um, then getting the touchdown, uh, running to yeah. the zone. So I was like, damn, Ramsey got cooked. Um, but I mean, that's what I thought too. Yeah, I, I thought Ramsey got cooked there because he's been getting he was getting cooked most of the game to start. I mean, Jamar Chase was yeah, Chase got that forty yarder on him, burying yeah. him, and so I was <clears> like, oh, sh- like this, it's it's not Ramsey's night. And uh, well, I mean, he got cooked, but I mean, he did get a uh, face mask, which I, I'll give him a pass for that play uh, because it should have never been counted, anyways. But I mean, after that, the Bengals really, really gained momentum because I know they got a pick after the next drive from the Rams. Stafford, yeah, that was terrible. Game. Skoranek, how he could that was not Stafford's fault. Was that was just a that. terrible catch, like, I was or an attempt that. to yep. catch it. I was like, bro, like, come on, what are you doing? I was like, bro, that hits you right in the hands, and you're like, oh, oh, and then fucking uh, Woosday was right there. But, um, look, real quick to go back to that Higgins touchdown, you and I both said this when we were talking when we were talking about the preview. The Bengals, the way they're gonna win this game is if the others step up, and Higgins. Probably had one of the best games of his career, aside from the Ravens game earlier this year. I mean, two touchdowns every time the ball was thrown to him besides that um, goal line play where Ramsey almost picked it in the first half. He was catching it. So I was like, okay, like, you know, this dude came to play. He stepped up. And, you know, Zach Taylor really costed him this game, to be honest. Just just the poor coaching decisions he made, man. Like, you, they had a chance to steal the Super Bowl. And it, they just came up short. I mean, they literally, if it just a few things swing their way and they don't go for it on fourth down and they don't do that stupid P Ryan back to back plays, like, come on, bro. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, like you said, the third quarter didn't have much to offer. Um, other yeah. Than that. And then fourth quarter got, and got juicy again, as you mentioned. Uh, the fourth quarter, though, like to me, you can kind of feel the shift in momentum. The Bengals kind of were not doing anything anymore offensively. Um, and, and neither were the Rams on their part. They didn't weren't doing shit either. Uh, like you said, after yeah. the Odell injury, they just had nothing to offer. And the running game was not there at all um, mm-hmm. this past game. And I, as mentioned, that's what, that was going to be the recipe for success for the Bengals, stop the run and also control the run game on your own. And they tried to. They had a better run game than the Rams, but they, they weren't as yeah. Um, that's the thing though like again Mixon was really getting what he wanted for the most part like mm-hmm. when they handed him the ball off he was getting like four five six he was sometimes burst off for like a 15 yard run I, I just don't understand like why, why are we putting P Ryan and Chris Evans in the game for what like go with the hot hand go with your your true running back I, I don't understand just a lot of stupid decisions on Taylor's end I he really – and we said this in the preview as well. I thought it was going to be McVay trying to show off and trying to be, you know, too cute. Taylor was trying to be too cute. What the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mixon, what he did in the Chiefs game and all the playoffs, he was the only – one of the most reliable players on your team, and you don't give him the ball in the fourth quarter? I don't understand that. I really don't. No, yeah, absolutely. It's It's Zach Taylor kind of – a lot, a couple of questionable moves, and the game was literally handed to him a couple of times, just like with the special teams there, um, you know, a couple of other things. But um, what was I gonna say? Zach Taylor, I don't think he kind of lost his game as much. I would kind of say because a lot of boneheaded plays from the offensive line too, um, and and this was pre- to be predicted. Like we we know this was gonna happen. Um, the fact that how many times did Burrow get sacked? Nine times? No, not nine times. Seven. Seven times this game. It's it's amazing how I expected more. Really, I did. I expected yeah. more. I I didn't think seven was the record, and I think they broke it by the fourth quarter. So, um, he's definitely obviously uh, priority number one offseason for them is to address that line. But just the boneheaded flags too. I mean, I know we didn't get a lot. Uh, but we had the the unnecessary roughness on the lineman when he smacked uh, Floyd back. Um, and then Hargraves, that celebration. Yes. And they got the pick. Yeah. What a fucking dumbass. Oh, my God. I'm like, what are y'all yeah, doing? Like, these, these penalties may not be um, as costly, but it puts you in a bad spot. And, yes, yeah, Zach Taylor kind of messed up with his decisions, but some of these players also need to understand the magnitude of the sport, and sometimes you just got to – you know, let it, it, let it, don't put it in the ref's hands. 
Yeah, let me ask you. To me, when that whole Donald uh, scrummage happened, when he pushed Burrow, now the offensive lineman pushed. You know, started getting mad. Mm-hmm. That's when you know the the momentum switched right there because Donald was unblockable after that. Because you got to think, up to that point, they were kind of having success in blocking him. Mm-hmm. When that happened, you could they couldn't stop him. You know, he. I don't know if they pissed him off. I don't know what happened. The switch flipped for him. I'm like, oh, no, this motherfucker's going crazy. And to me, man, Donald, he deserves it so much. The, you know, the the Super Bowl that he played in, in, you know, a couple years ago, obviously he had some success, but, you know, Jared Goff from the office didn't do any favors for him. And the fact that he got to close this game out like he did against the 49ers, man, I mean, well-deserved to him and – I was just happy for him. Him and, o- and Odell, like the top two for me, where I was like, man, I- I'm not mad they won because clearly those two deserve it. And, yeah, I mean, I, I, he just played out of his mind. Once that happened with – I think it was Quentin Spain that hit him in the face and he was like, all right, bitch, watch this. And he fucking took over the game after that. Yeah, it was it's, – I agree. I was going to say that too. I had in my notes that Donald's really played right there kind of turned things around because it really opened up. Um, the holes um, for Von Miller too, because he had a sack. Um, he made a play. Floyd, Floyd. as well. Um, so yep. they they all it, it gave them opportunities to to go out there and make plays. And uh, Donald's just a stud, man. Like I saw, obviously looking at highlights, he was lined up front, lining the lining the end, lining that edge, this and that, this and that, and. Man, I don't know how the fuck you can stop him, really. But um, overall, yeah. the defense did well. Weddle, Weddle played great. Uh, not great, excuse me. Decent, good. Enough, I guess you can say is the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Um, but overall, I, I think the defense did its part, really. And I think the defense deserved to win the Super Bowl. Because I, the offense, like you said, as we keep mentioning, Odell had gone, didn't do shit anymore. Uh, but the fact that the defense kept them in this game until the very end is a huge credit to them and, and, and credit yeah. to, for what they accomplished all season because um, they could have very – the Bengals could have easily just ran away with this um, with how the offense of the Rams was looking. And they didn't give up. They kept them in. And like you said, they, they ended it with the defense, with Donald making that play in fourth and one. Uh, but let's talk about that now. Now that we're gotten to this point, mm-hmm. before, before that drive, the Rams drive, what are your Ooh. thoughts on these flags that were happening at the end? The the only one I was upset about was that Logan Wilson. That was not holding. I, I don't care who who wants to argue with me on that. I'll argue with you until the end because that was not holding. If if we're gonna what did what did you say, Julian? And it resonated with me from when we talked about it in the wild card. The refs need to be consistent with how they call the game. All game you're calling it. We're going to let them play. We're going to let them play. We're not throwing flags. And then towards the end of the game, there's five flags. I'm like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. the Logan Wilson one was not holding. I don't care what anybody says. It was a little touchy-touchy on both sides. But once the ball came, he knocked it out, and that was that. And there was no holding. Even Collinsworth and Michaels were like, yeah, I mean, that's what they called. But you can tell. there's like, there's no shot that was holding. And then, obviously, fucking – you know, burnt toast Eli Apple, which I knew this was going to happen at some point. He got cooked. He was holding. He was passing it. Like, it, at some point, this was going to bite them in the ass. And that was my concern going into this game was that secondary, those corners. I didn't trust those corners. And all of them got burnt at some point. And Eli Apple, when the, when the moment was way too big, holding, passing interference. They're at the one-yard line. I'm like, the Rams are going to score. Like, easily, they're going to score. Whether they rush it in or whatever, they're gonna score, and you know this game just flipped upside down with that Logan Wilson holding. That was not holding. Yeah, I agree. I I think though what I would say is, yes, that is definitely not holding. One hundred percent, it was a clean play, clean clean defense. Um, the play beforehand though, I they didn't call the refs didn't call it. I think it looked like a a holding on on Henderson on the checkdown. They didn't call it. They let it play. Um, so the, the play that's what I'm that, saying. It's just it was weird because obviously, like we talked about, that, <clears> that <throat> touchdown from the Bengals face smack should have been called. They didn't call it. The Henderson one checked up should have been yeah. called. They didn't call it. That one, I was just like, all right. Like if it's very obvious that the flag should have been thrown, I agree. Like you said, the Eli Apple holding and pass interference should have been called. 
even the one where Cooper Cup got the touchdown and they called it back, um, they called a flag for the late hit, and then they called a holding call, I guess, on, on the Rams. So yeah, it was the offsetting. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see that. So they offset and did it again. Um, so the refs were, were consistent throughout until that very last drive. That's why I could see why conspiracy theorists are kind of like, oh, what the fuck's going on? But at the end of the day, I think the Rams were going to end up scoring at some point somehow. Um, but you have to think it's fourth down right there if they don't call that. Mm-hmm. Then it's more pressure. Then it's it's not for sure whether they get that first down or not. That's yeah. why, that like, with those calls, it has to be so, you know, blatant that you – you throw that flag. Like, there's no shot. You have to tell me that all four can't come into a meeting like we've seen prior to this game and can't – one of them didn't see that that wasn't a holding call? Like, come on, bro. Yeah. I'm not saying that was the whole game, but it just flipped it right upside down. I'm like, oh, the Rams are going to score, and who knows what's going to happen when the Bengals get the ball back. Like, it just left a lot of questions after that. And, yeah, I mean, Cooper Cup, man. That, the fact that, you know – Fourth and one before that, they they give him a handoff, a sweep. He gets it. And, you know, towards the end, they're like, man, fuck this. We're just going to throw it to him. Whether he's doubled or tripled, we're just going to give him the ball. And that's what dominant players do. They exactly. step up. And, you know, the the no-look pass that Stafford threw, oh, disgusting. Von Bell easily could have intercepted that if, you know, Stafford was looking straight at Cup. But because he was looking to his right and he threw it to Cup in the middle, Von Bell was like, oh, shit, where's he throwing it? Went right over his head and, you know, Cup got like 25 yards. I was like, man. I, and you didn't see that in the moment. I was like, oh, shit, that's a nice throw. Why didn't Von Bell get that, though? And then they showed it. Then they showed the slow-mo uh, from the Rams Instagram today. I was like, oh, that was nasty. Mm-hmm. That was a nasty throw. And then that route that he did at the goal line, oof. I mean, his footwork, some of the best in the league. Him and Adams are up there. I was I was like, man, what do you do against that? You're the corner. Like, you can't do shit. You know, he was scurry, he scurried to the right, went to the left, went back to the right. I was like, oh, my God. My ankles would have been gone right there. Fuck. The thing is, too, yeah, this- I want to give credit to Eli Apple there, though, because I, the scouting report was there. The Rams like to do quick slants with Cooper Cup there nine times out of yeah. ten. And Eli Apple really defended the inside play there. He, he didn't absolutely refuse to give Cup the edge um, going in. And uh, I don't know if Stafford and, and him kind of looked at each other and they audible, but that was such a great connection because Stafford last minute yeah. went out, perfect throw where Eli can't see it or get it and didn't think of and um, Cup made the play of the touchdown there. But that was that was sexy in itself too because Eli Apple played the best defense you can, like you said. There's nothing else a corner can do there. And he even studied film and did all that extra stuff and still did not oh, and like, Yeah, and like you said, you know, they like to run slants. That's why I feel like, he went to his left real quick and went back in outside. I said, like, oh, my God. Like, uh, you know, casuals will not understand how fucking disgusting that route was. It may not look it, but the way he had Eli Apple on his toes, I was like, he's cooked. It's over. Like, And it's not his fault. You know, like you said, he played what he was taught in film and in the film room and still didn't matter. Cup is just that dude. And, man, I mean, now we go to the defense. Aaron Donald had one of his be- – the best play of that game was when he pulled P. Ryan back to make yep. it fourth and one. Yep. When he pulled him back, I'm like, oh, they're not getting this. I, I just knew if they didn't get that first down and that third down play, they're not getting it. Because the, the Rams at that point, what did they have to lose? You know, they could have loaded the box or they could have done whatever at that point. Bur- it's all pressure on, the, on Burrow and the Bengals. So – if, you, if I had to put money on that situation, who do, who would you rather have? 30 seconds left, Donald or Burrow? Donald, uh, 10 out of 10 times, you have to put your money on him because the way he went to the edge, and he explained it this morning in an interview when they're at Disneyland, he got the edge so quick that the guard couldn't get him, and Burrow, he almost completed it. Give him his props. like He almost got it to Pirine. Why the fuck is Pirine in the game? <laughs> uh, you never convinced me that that's the right personnel to throw out there. Mixon should have been out there all fourth quarter. No P. Ryan, no Evans. Get out of here. I know you want to make the others the heroes, but no, you got to put Mixon in there to make plays. Every time he touch, touch the ball, for the most part, something, would ha- something you know, a couple yards here and there, first downs here and there, you have to give it to Mixon, not P. Ryan. I'm sorry. 
it's just like the Rams. But like we just talked about it. Cooper Cup made the play. He's just so dominant. Yeah. You know, he makes the play, and <laughs> the Bengals should have took some some of that um, off on their playbook. Is make give your your your, your star players, you know the. The time to make the play, and, and they didn't even have him out there, which is odd. Um, I, I wanted to just say one more thing, though, on top of, of this drive for the defense of the Rams. Like, the one thing I absolutely hate from coaches is if, if you get a nine-yard completion um, or a nine-yard run and it's second and one, let's fucking run it. Like, what are we doing trying to get yeah. Q going 30, 40 yards? I, you know, like – because then that means that leads to third and one. And then now the defense knows, like, hey, you might run and we could stop you here. Um, and then next thing you know, it's fourth and one because they stopped you. And then now the pressure's on to make the decision if you want to punt or go for it. Uh, that absolutely pissed me off on Zach Taylor. Like, that is one thing I absolutely will trash Zach Taylor on. Is if it's second and one, run it out, man. Get yourself another three, four more yards uh, or three, four more uh, downs to work with because – um, once he went third and one, like you said, Donald made the huge play to stop them to get to get to fourth and one. Once it was, once it was fourth and one, really, I thought, like you said, I thought the Rams had it after that, after yeah. the third and one, because the 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 pressure is going to be felt there, and um, Burrow was going to have to make a quick play, and he was trying to, but obviously he it wasn't long enough for him to make it. Apparently, Jamar Chase is open on that fourth and one. Um, yeah, a lot of people were open, but. You have to get your best play and players out on third and one, second and one. Like you said, you need your best play in those moments. And the fact that they were trying to take the shot, you don't have to play for the win. You know, just get in the field goal range. If you can get more yards, you get more yards. But, no, you have to be more smarter than that, Taylor. And I understand he hasn't been there before. You know, a lot of these players haven't been there before. But you have to know the situation and – that was just terrible. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm still – that. I'm never going to get up. Something has to come out like, oh, Mixon told Taylor to go fuck himself or something. That's why he wasn't in the game because it doesn't make sense why you wouldn't have him out there. Agreed. Agreed. It's just – it felt odd um, that the whole play sequence there for the last three plays of that game. Yeah. I mean, the Rams capitalized. Donald, it's so crazy, man, how he makes that play um, – in the biggest moments on defense um, for that matter. Like it's very difficult to make play on defense and you're making it in the most perfect time when they need you the most. That was huge. Yep. It was huge. Um, another thing I also wanted to add on the fourth and one, I don't understand why play like, why don't they call a screen? Like if you, if you go back to that fourth and one play, a lot of the corners for the Rams is playing off. Like they're, it's kind of like they're accepting the one yard if it, if it happens. Uh, but they're, that's all they're going to do is limit the big play. Um, and if you look back when they hiked the ball, the left side of the field left burrows, like two left receivers, they have plenty of space. Why didn't they just throw a quick screen, you know, get, get them the yard yeah. that they need and then get the first, like some of these cute coaches, man, try to get too cute. Like just really it's simple football QB sneak or, um, <clears throat> you know, halfback dive or just a quick screen or slant. Like, that's really all you need to get a first. It's one yard. It's not like you're. It's not like it's fourth and twenty-two where you need a big play there, um, and get creative. Like it's just one simple yard. But it's just weird, man. I and I think in that situation more too. And Burrow's young. If he had a little more experience, you have to shift the line to wherever Donald's at in that mm-hmm. situation. Have to shift the protection that way. And if you're gonna, you know, Von Miller or Floyd or whoever was on that right side one on one, take your chance with that. Don't give you don't let Donald get no situation where he gets one on one with anybody, a guard, a left tackle. He could be the best tackle in the league. I don't care. He's gonna get his, you know, he's gonna get whatever he wants. And um yeah, I mean it's simple football. You just go with what they're giving you. I mean, you you have so much film. That's why you have those tablets now. Like everything's at your disposal. And the fact that they didn't they didn't adjust to what the Rams were doing towards the end it's like come on taylor you have to understand what's going on i ah i mean that was just some boneheaded decisions at the end by hand and and it looked to to me i don't know about you it looked very similar to the jimmy g play you know jimmy g through that disgusting interception same thing he's getting twirled around he just has to chuck it up you know it almost gets there for burrow obviously jimmy g threw that pick but i was like man I don't close the Super Bowl the same way he closed the NFC Championship. 
It was like, just poetry, man. It just it was it was couldn't have been written any better. I was gonna say, give me chills, because uh, I looked at yeah. the I looked at the NFL films. Of, um, they released that video with McVeigh's like Aaron Donald's gonna make a play here. Aaron Donald's gonna make a play yeah. here, and he did, and that gave me chills. Like man, like McVeigh had so much faith in his superstar on his defense to make that play, and, and of course, can deliver that shit gave me chills. It was crazy, but. Man, like, I mean, it happened. The Rams won the Super Bowl there after that. And it's crazy. Like you said, blue Gatorade um, for McVay. I think it would have been orange Gatorade if the Bengals would have won, which is funny. But you baked pretty good there. Um, Super Bowl MVP. Do you agree on that? Cooper Cup. Yeah, it, it should have been Cup or Donald. I tweeted that out right when the game ended. I think it should have been Donald, they would have. can't hate. Yeah, I figured they would give it to Cup because he got that touchdown. I feel like if – and I heard this on um, uh, Bill Simmons. He was talking with one of his uh, – with Cousin Sal. If Donald gets that sack instead of Burrow throwing that, that's probably MVP right there. Because he had two and a half, I think, right there. He would have had three and a half. So, um, yeah, I mean, he probably would have got it if he would have got that sack. But I'm not mad either way. Cubs should have won it. They would have gave that shit to Stafford. I mean, at that point – it, you might as well bet quarterback on MVP and Super Bowl MVP every time because that I don't know. I don't want to get into a QB around, but yeah, Cup or Donald should have won it. I was fine with it. So, and if let me ask you for the Bengals, let's say they won it, who would you have given it to? Like, Ooh, that's a good one. It, it's tough. Like I was like I was trying to think in the moment. Do you give it to Higgins? You know, depending on if Burrow threw the touchdown or. If Mixon ran it, do you give it to Mixon because he threw one earlier? Like, I was like, you know, it doesn't matter now. But I was just in the moment, like, you know, when they were driving, they got to midfield pretty quick. I'm like, let's say they get the touchdown. Who's the MVP, bro? I just – I was trying to think about it, but it didn't matter in the blink of an eye. <laughs> Donald's throwing uh, bro like he's a sack of potatoes, so. <laughs> yeah, it was awful, god-awful how Donald treated those people and um, – <laughs> It was just ugly. I don't know. But that's a great point. I'm going to ask Benner about this tomorrow now. He's like, who would have won MVP for the Bengals? And that is a great – Who would you have given it to? I might have just gave it to Joe Burrow. I mean, the same for Betts, the Probably. quarterback of the team. And um, unless they put on a Cooper Cup performance, an Aaron Donald performance, I'm going to probably – I would have stuck to the quarterback. Because um, I would have said Mixon, but he didn't play enough out there to really get enough. I feel like Higgins had a shot. He did. Yeah, I feel he like did, just because of the touchdown. Yeah, the two touchdowns he got, I feel like he would have got a shot. But either way, Rams did it. And let me ask you, this might be like another 15, 20-minute tangent, but does this change the way the NFL goes in on, you know, the way they build their team? Because this is not – this is far in between. This is such an outlier, the way the Rams built this team, giving away all their draft picks, going the NBA route basically going all in every year and you have to think if they didn't win it this year that might have been it i mean with them mm-hmm. the cap situation they had and you know just all the draft picks they gave up they're lucky they won it this year because next year you know who knows who leaves in free agency this year but the team was so loaded because of how all in they went so does do you think this changes how certain teams will go about the the off season moving forward with the no, firing players, I actually don't think so. I think um, what the Rams did, like you said, there was like a lot of things had to have gone right for them to for accomplish this, which did, they did. Um, mm-hmm. But at the very end, too, like it was, it was getting really close to like not being accomplished. Like you said, the Odell yeah. injury affected a lot of the game plan for the Rams and. Um, obviously he came via free agency, but he's one of those players that came in, you know, uh, wanting to win and stuff like that now. And, um, this is going to bite the Rams in the ass in a couple of years, obviously, right. It's, it was worth it because the Super Bowl when they had, but in a couple of years, Donald, apparently he's, he's reports he's going to retire. Um, uh, McVay might leave soon just to retire as well. Uh, Von Miller's probably going <laughs> to find someone else to go. OBJ. Is it hurt now again? Same knee injury. Uh, Cooper Cup's going to want a lot of money. Stafford's getting an extension to the herd. Whitworth is gone. He's retiring. Yeah. You know, Robert Woods, who knows what he's going to do? He's also hurt. So a lot of this team is low-key starting to break apart. Um, 
due to a bunch of other things going on. But th- that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it will it, in a couple of years, it's going to bite them in the ass. That's why I don't see many organizations to answer your question do it because they know um, the odds of winning a Super Bowl is very, very low. Um, whether you're going in all in or not. And um, at the end of the day, I don't think GMs want to f- mortgage their future um, just at a shot. Like the, mortgaging, yeah. mortgaging your future is not going to guarantee the Super Bowl. It's going to get you a better chance to win it, but it's not a guarantee. So I think a lot of GMs are kind of holding off on, on stuff like that. The Rams really got lucky. They got away with this big time. You know why I think it is to a certain extent? Because you have to think, who's in charge of some of these teams? They're some of the most idiotic people you know running teams. So, like Tampa Bay, let's say Brady does retire for good. You know, there's rumors that he might not, whatever. But mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, there's already reports saying they're going to go all in on the QB. So, let's say they mortgage their future to get a Deshaun Watson. What's he, that? That's a legitimate – there's some smoke and there's some fuel to that fire. If, if they get Deshaun and they trade, who knows how many first-round picks it'll take. And it does I, – I was just thinking Arians. He doesn't have that much time left in the NFL. He's going to want to go all in. He's not going to give a fuck what happens in four years. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Steelers, let's say, with that defense. I'm not saying Tomlin's an idiot, but I have to think that ownership is going to be like, hey, we need to start, you know, ramping this shit up a little bit. You know, Cleveland, who knows what they're – I just feel like some teams are just going to be like, man, fuck it. Let's just do it. What the hell are we drafting for? Just get, let's just get, like, two or three players and let's go. Like, obviously, the rebuilding teams aren't going to do that. Like, you know, the Falcons or the Jaguars or the Jets. Like, what's the point of doing that? But uh, with certain teams that are right there, they're at the, you know, they're right, right at the peak, I feel like they might go all in. And they, we might see some crazy-ass trades this year. Like, none we've ever seen before. Obviously, Rodgers is out there. Like, Denver – what the hell does Denver have to lose? Why wouldn't they just go all in on somebody? It's just – it's going to – I feel like it's going to change, and it's going to be the NBA, basically, is just a lot of player movement. And, you know, if you have a jersey of your favorite player, you you might not, you know, be able to wear it no more as far as, like, damn, he's on another team. And I thought he was going to be on this team forever. <laughs> so, it's just it, – it's crazy the way they want it. Like you said, they got lucky. Everybody's breaking down contracts are going up so like I said they they were lucky they wanted this year because it's not oof we're looking at a bleak future for the Rams so I mean at least they got the chip at the end of the day that's what I'm saying like they got really fortunate uh for this to happen because like it's crazy to to even imagine how you said if they would have not won this game they would it would have been a lot easier for some of these players to leave uh, yep because they didn't like it's a lot easier to turn away like winning a Super Bowl, I would imagine, is, is incredible. And if you're a free agent, it would be very difficult to walk away from a chance at defending it um, rather than losing it. Because now that you're losing it, you're like, all right, like my business here is done. I don't need to be here, blah, 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 so et cetera, et cetera. So um, I, I just don't foresee it happening much. But like you said, there are some special cases like the Broncos who have nothing to lose right now. Um, it's just a dangerous game. You're playing with fire in situations like yeah. that. Um, you got to make sure they're they are the right uh, type of player to contribute right now and and win you football games because we have seen people trade for one player and they give up their freaking whole draft, you know, because of him. Like we seen uh who was it was it Ricky Williams that did it in the draft that the Saints gave up the whole yeah. one two three four five six seventh round pick and just to get him and you know it didn't turn out so. GMs just got to be really careful with that and can't play with fire. But I can definitely see it this year, especially with the quarterback class we're having with um, Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson and, and the rest. 49ers well, is another team. I mean, it's just there's so many out there that we never know what's going to happen where they're exactly. just like, man, fuck this, let's go, and let's just try to win it this year. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know if you have anything else to hit on the Super Bowl. Nah, overall. Oh, Sta- Stafford Hall of Fame? Oh my God, no, no. <laughs> no that's Sherman, what I'm Sherman, saying too. Sherman like, has a point. Like Sherman, yeah. you know, like he has no accolades, and and to to a certain extent, I the, the what you could rebuttal with that is MVP is very more like a a, a media choice type world. Yeah, it's not fans voting, but it's in the media having their bias. Because I don't know if I told you, like 
this this year's MVP, I guess Rodgers had a great year, and you know I'm not taking anything away from him, but um, Cooper Cup should deserve more MVP votes. Like if there's ever exactly. if there's ever gonna be a non-quarterback to win it, this should have been the year, and um, that kind of hurts people. That's what I'm saying. Like Stafford, like yes, he's a quarterback, and um, yes, he could have had good numbers, but like maybe Rodgers would have played this that same year with him and had the same numbers. They would have given it to Rodgers instead. So there's a couple of accolades where you can't really judge him for those like pro bowls nobody gives a fuck about the pro bowl anymore yeah who gives a fuck stuff like that all pros are more important Mm -hmm. all pros are more important at the end of the day but yeah i mean at the end of the day i'm like look you're right sherman he's gonna get in anyway whether it's second third fourth ballot like that's what uh i was talking to two of my homies rod and ej shout out to them they're they're like i like the baseball hall of fame route like how they're only on the ballot for 10 years and after that if they don't get in, they don't get in, which, I mean, that'd be a little bit different. But the this NFL Hall of Fame, just like the NBA Hall of Fame, everybody gets in at some point. Yeah. So, I mean, Stafford, whether it, he's not first ballot, I have to think he's going to get in in the third or fourth try. I mean, at some point they're going to let him in, just like they're going to let, you know, Eli in, which he, he I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. Phillip Rivers, I know he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Big Even man. Matt Ryan, I think he's a Hall of Famer. He, with the numbers he's going to have, and he has MVP, and, uh, you know, he has some All-Pros, too. He'll get in. Yeah, so. I can see it. And, you know, he made a Super Bowl appearance, MVP. Yeah. I, I think, though, like, that's my case with Sherman is that, like, it's a lot I, – I can make a case for Matt Ryan more than I can for Matthew Stafford. Yeah. I, I really could. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, that was just an interesting <laughs> topic that I knew was going to pop up. Either side, you look at it. Oh, bro, he's a future Hall of Famer if he would have won. And, oh, Stafford, he's the future Hall of Famer, you know, when they won. So, yeah, it's just funny how the media just takes all these takes and, you know, mm-hmm. just tries to make something out of nothing. But, yep. yeah, I just wanted to see what you would say about that. Because, like, yeah, there's no way they think Stafford's a Hall of Famer. Right now, no. No, and no. he didn't even win Super Bowl MVP. If he would have won Super Bowl MVP – my 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 thoughts would have been a little bit more different. Yeah. What about all right? He got he got the MVP trophy there in the Super Bowl. He's the Super Bowl champion. You know he's got some numbers to back up stuff. So yes, that would have been more. But that individual award going to Cup instead of him that that, that kind of changed things for me, which is big. Yeah. All right, we can just leave it there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <clears throat> yeah, draft season, man. I'm ready to get this mock going. I want to, you know, tell you who I think is going where, so we can do that pretty soon. What if, like we've been talking about for I don't know how many weeks, but it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> but all right, y'all, make sure to follow our social medias, leave a five-star rating, NFL season's in the books, baby. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace.